You're listening to Sensitive, Spiritual, and Successful, the podcast where we uncover ways to connect you back to your soul self and get you unstuck to find your flow again in life so that you can live out your full potential. I'm Jasmine Lynn, a former psychotherapist turned human design soul guide and EFT tapping success coach, and I'm here to show you how to love yourself through all your levels of growth. I know you're here because you have an impact you want to make in this world and you have a light to share, and I'm here to guide you through that journey because you deserve soul-aligned success. All right, episode number one, we are diving into a few things today. I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about my story. I'm going to let you in on what I've been working on and probably one of the biggest opportunities that's ever come my way. And I can't believe it's here a lot sooner than I ever expected. And I'm going to talk about what success means, how to redefine it for yourself, just a different way of looking at success and Then I'm going to go over three things I did to stay aligned to my soul path and how doing those things, I think, really helped me get to where I am so quickly. Let's dive in. So the title of this podcast, Sensitive, Spiritual, and Successful, was funny to me because I was going to name it something else, but then a friend and a very great intuitive that you'll probably get to meet on the podcast one day kind of gave me some insight and was like, you know what? I don't know. Like, that's that's probably not it. <laughs> that's probably not the title. And I was like, okay, I, I, gotta, I guess I got to do some more thinking. I'm going to just try and see if I can figure this out. So sure enough, I went to bed that night. And if you know me, I'm a Pisces sun. Okay. I get all of my best ideas and insight in my dreams. I'm a super lucid dreamer. I'm a spiritual seeker in my dreams <laughs> and in real life. But Anyway, I tuned into what it is that I needed to figure out. And sure enough, as I was waking up, I hear sensitive, spiritual, and successful. Sensitive, spiritual, and successful. And I'm like, okay, I'll write that down. And I'm like, I think that's what my podcast is supposed to be called, but I'm having some doubts, right? My conscious mind is like, "Mm, that seems maybe not that great. I don't know if people will connect with it. So at first I thought, okay, you know what? Maybe it's okay. It's it's my journey of finding my own success. Like I think that's the journey I've been on for the past couple years, redefining success. And I think, you know, we look at society and standards of, you know, having lots of money or whatever car you're driving. And when I look at what I was trying to achieve and chase based on those standards, it was no wonder I was running on a hamster wheel because it wasn't aligned. It wasn't aligned for me. And maybe you feel that same way too. You're doing all of these things and you're like, I should feel fulfillment. I should be grateful. And I'm not saying not to be grateful for, you know, a job that pays you (laughs) money to survive. I get that. But like sometimes we run on that wheel over and over and over and over again. But that's just how we burn out, right? We are not actually finding what fulfills us, what actually excites us. So I wasn't actually doing things that fulfilled me. I was just doing it because I thought I was supposed to do it. And when I really looked at why I was so unfulfilled, I figured that out. I thought doing a doctorate degree, having that title, having my own private practice, building that up even more and being a supervisor one day, like I thought that was all part of my plan. I thought that's what I'm going to do. 
that that sounds really successful in a lot of people's eyes and I force myself to believe it too but thankfully human design entered right and I realized I was living my not self theme of frustration as a generator like all the time and I needed to reassess my life I took that as an opportunity to say what's really going on here so look at what you define as successful based on your own values that's what I've learned over the past couple years sometimes we hold on to the values of our parents of society but really look at what you want what you would feel successful in what life you would feel successful in really connect back to your truth and it's easy to say don't do what people want you to do because I am in no means saying that the path of doing that isn't going to disappoint people and following your joy is actually easy when people expect you to do or be a certain way. It's actually really hard and there is a lot of inner work. It kind of pushes you to do more inner work and to really find that spark inside of you that no one else can blow out. That was the biggest thing for me. What that spark inside of me that no one else could take away. I had to protect that and I had to disappoint a lot of people. I had to grieve my old identity and I had to say goodbye to a really cool group of people that I was doing my schooling with. I had to just take my own path. And like I said, it's not easy <laughs> to disassemble your whole life and try and build it back up again. But when I tell you that it's worth it, I mean it. It's so worth it once you get through it. So, all right. I'll spill the beans here. I, at the age of 30, received a book publishing deal. And this was a book that I was already writing anyway. Like, I was like, this is a sweet idea. Like, I'm going to write this. And if anyone backs me, it doesn't matter. I'll just self-publish it. I have a planner. I'm like, oh, I self-published a planner. That was like my first, you know, thing to to kind of give me that confidence to be like, I can do this. Uh, if you look up Jasmine Lynn on Amazon, you will see my planner there. And it's all about really aligning to your goals. So if you like what I'm talking about, that will help guide you through that, that process and clearing those blocks with EFT tapping. But anyway, little plug <laughs> in there. I was like, okay, I'm going to just self-publish that and it's okay. You know, maybe a publisher will pick it up later. And in my planner, I wrote, there's a section where you can have it here, a section where you dream up what best case scenario you'd like in terms of your goals coming true. And I wrote a publisher liking my book so much that they support it and supports me on this idea and bringing it into life. And I did that. <laughs> I cleared the blocks and I really do believe when something is meant to be yours, like it will come quicker than you can ever expect. Once you really allow yourself to be open to the opportunities coming to you, they will come to you. And it's not that to say that I didn't take action. Like I started writing the book. I had 8,200 words written. I had this whole layout plan. Like I said, I had already self-published my planner and I was building up the confidence and I really worked on showing myself that, yeah, I'm going to do this either way. And so I met with a publisher. We talked about it. And I felt the first time we met, I felt frozen because it sounded like 
It was just a lot. I kind of felt a little stuck and frozen. My whole neck like seized up. I couldn't move. It was crazy that my body was responding because I think that I still hadn't built that capacity of that actually happening. And so sure enough, nothing came to. I just said, you know what, that's fine. I'm going to keep writing. And then a month and a half or so later, I asked for another meeting and I felt a lot better. My neck was a lot better. I worked on the feelings of deserving this. I remember talking to a friend after my first meeting and they were kind of going through it. Like they were feeling stuck as well. And I just thought to myself, I don't deserve this. Why is why is this happening for me? And why are things easy for me? And why am I trying to chase this easy life when everyone else is struggling and you know, it's not fair that I get to do all this. I get to be home with my kids. I have, you know, that stability at home with my husband. And I I just felt very undeserving that everybody else is struggling and I should be struggling too. And so, yeah, that was the block that I really had to start moving through. And I'm glad that it came to light. I'm not so glad that my neck seized up the way it did. And it really, like I was embodying feeling stuck tremendously. So I worked on my feelings of not being deserving. And so, yeah, sure enough, I met with the publisher. I presented my idea again. I said, you know, this is my idea. I'm working towards it. And she offered me at the end of the call, offered me a traditional book publishing deal. And yeah, I cannot believe it to, to just say it out loud and share it with people. Feels a little surreal, but I can tell you I've never felt more fulfilled in my life. Going after these things, working towards something, like this is what true fulfillment feels like. And yeah, I am not one to really celebrate all these achievements and accomplishments because like I said, I felt like I was always chasing something. But this is like, yes, this is it. This is my purpose. This is what I've meant to be doing. It's just wild. and. My birthday is this month. So yeah, like I said, I, I signed this at the age of 30. Like I'm supposed to be here running a private practice with a nice title and like being a supervisor and guiding other therapists. But here I am writing a book. And I mean, who knows where life will take me? Like it would be really cool to integrate this in the counseling field. If I could ever do that, I would be down. Okay, let's talk about the three things I did to stay committed to achieving the goals that I wanted and not get swayed, which I think really helped me get to where I wanted to be way quicker. The first thing I did was not tell everyone. I obviously told my husband because he's my biggest cheerleader, but yeah, I didn't tell my parents. I just didn't want to be talked out of whatever I was doing. I didn't want anyone to have the chance to sway me or like get into my head. And listen, I have an undefined head center. I may take what they say and I may start thinking about it and questioning it. I really just started doing things from the inside. Like, what did I want to do? Would I have felt satisfied doing? And I just kept working from that place without anyone else's opinion, really. The second thing I did was... I cleared my blocks and resistance constantly. 
I know I talked about my planner tapping into aligned action, the three-month planner. What is in the planner is basically the format that I use to help me realign. Going through the questions just helped me really get clear on what it was I was doing and working towards. We're human and we have emotions and we have stories and meanings and beliefs. And I don't know, I'm at this place where they are great to experience as humans. Well, sometimes not great, but that's what makes the human experience, right? You can feel love, you can feel joy, you can feel sadness. But when it comes to working towards what it is you want, I just use tapping to support me in staying aligned and really facing any of this self-doubt I was feeling, you know, any emotion, sadness, grief, anger, frustration, right? I, I just use that to really look at what obstacles I was putting in my way. And yeah, I, I would constantly clear them, you know, just tapping even on one of them a day or tapping on an emotion that you're feeling that day because something happened, right? I don't want to carry that with me or I don't want to feel guilty that I got upset. And, you know, I just really tried to manage that human experience part. And it's not to say I didn't feel my emotions because in tapping, you really do feel your emotions. I have just come to a point where I trust it so deeply and I know that I will be able to move through it even though I could be crying or really really in the emotion I know that on the other side I will get through it and I will feel better once I feel the emotion so yeah I just kind of throw myself into that and this isn't to say like that's what you need to do but it is worth it to start a practice of looking at your blocks you may be putting up against yourself and you know you can do some tapping you can look on youtube and find some tapping for just even stress right just anything that can help you create more space in your system to um, think more clearly and to just feel like you're letting things go as opposed to holding on to them and you can release emotions however you release them if you journal if you talk it out, if that helps you, just find something that will allow you to reflect and feel and eventually when you're ready, let it go. So the third thing I did to stay aligned to my path was say no to a lot. Like I'm somebody who's like, oh yeah, I could do that. Oh yeah, I could do more workshops. You know, clients are asking me if I'm taking on more clients. People are DMing me to do more human design readings or one-on-one tapping sessions. And I was just at a point in my life because I do stay home with the kids. I did have to say no a lot. I knew that with writing this book and making this happen, I needed to stay focused and I only have so much time and energy. And I feel like I really maximize that while staying home with my kids too. Um, like my routines can be very odd, but yeah, if I have to do a lot of workshops and prepare for that, it takes away from, you know, an hour of writing. And so I had to say no to a lot of things, or I had to hold back from, you know, reaching out because I think everything is a great idea, right? My emotional authority 
is just like, oh, these are all great ideas. So I really let myself ride my emotional waves about these ideas. And I was just like, no, stay focused, stay committed to what you want to do. You know, don't take on any more one-on-one clients for a while until you really get your footing around what you want to do. And I will let people know when I am taking on more one-on-one clients, but I think right now I would just do more workshops in the community so we could do more group tapping and do them online too. But I think that's what, that's my goal for moving forward. But yeah, saying no, not telling everyone about my, my moves, I guess, and clearing my blocks and resistance. It's not to say that you're not going to experience obstacles and you can just blow through it. There is an aspect of divine timing. I remember I was doing a lot of tapping and then I just had to stop. Like it was like, okay, let me catch up. (laughs) Let my body catch up. And that's okay. I listened to my body. I did what I could from my end and I just waited and waited until I felt like I was ready to start moving and start embodying that person that I was striving to be so that I could accomplish the things that I wanted to do. My question to you is what do you truly desire for your life? And just be honest, like just write it out. What do you really want? And if you're shaming yourself for wanting a life of ease, of, you know, not struggle, that's normal based on what we've been taught. Just know that you can work on that. You can work on your self-worth. You can work on feeling deserving and really realizing the value you have and the light you can share with this world. And you can move towards it. So my wish for you is that you can begin to really look at your thoughts and beliefs and question where they are coming from. So whatever you're believing now, I want you to take that observer role and question where they're coming from. Like, just ask yourself, why am I thinking this right now? Where was I taught to believe this? And is this belief still serving me? How often do you tell yourself the same thing and expect different results? I truly believe if you want these things, it's really creating the internal space and capacity first to match what you want externally for your life. Just remember that what you desire comes from your conscious mind. So you can say you want all these things, but if you want it, it requires a level of feeling safe in your subconscious mind being okay with moving towards it. I am very familiar with self-sabotage and procrastination. And that's just like a little clue to where you might be not feeling safe, what your subconscious mind is believing, how your body is feeling, what things you're holding on to. Those are just little blips of resistance that give you clues to what you could be working on. And in my planner, I walk you through that every day. So yeah. Just start playing in the direction of what your true desires are. Time, money, mental, emotional energy, physical energy. Those are all things that are sometimes challenging to manage. And they are often our biggest excuses when it comes to actually trying to go after what it is you want or what it is you desire. So, of course, I'm going to be talking about human design more in this podcast. But really, when you look at your human design chart, You can uncover some of the biggest blocks and you can 
start to work towards owning that potential and managing your energy in a way that's right for you. And also, I think human design, the best thing it does is give us so much grace. It gives us so much compassion. If you know me, my approach is always to be compassionate towards yourself and to really listen to yourself. That's all part of the process. And that's what I want you to be able to do. Yeah, I can only guide you so much. And my guidance is look and really face what it is you're up against with yourself. And sometimes that's hard. And sometimes that's hard to really bring to the surface or bring to awareness because having a lot of awareness at once isn't actually great. It can be very shocking to the system. Sometimes it takes some some time to integrate or another layer might open up. It's all part of the journey is what I've learned. Our blocks are so unique to ourselves and they are our own journey that we have to work towards. And that I think is a really fun way of looking at it. Like this is something that I've come to master in this lifetime and I'm going to get through it. And what I want wants me back. You know, I never really like that saying. It's like, what I want wants me. It's like, oh yeah, then why isn't it here yet? <laughs> um, being very impatient. But now I understand it. I really do. I <laughs> Once you connect back to yourself and you go after the things that are meaningful to you, it's like, yeah, you're right. What I want does want me. And I know that I will get there. And I trust that I will get there. And that is a beautiful thing to be able to experience. And I want you to be able to experience that too. So we're going to wrap up this episode. And I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, spending your time with me. You know, that's one of the best currencies we have really is our time. I am so glad you're here. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to learn more about anything, just give me a shout on Instagram, jazz, J-A-S dot E-F-T dot H-D. And you can let me know if anything resonated with you, if you're taking something away, if you have any questions, if you want me to talk about something else, I am open to it. Just let me know. Thank you again.